for tuning in to another show of The King and the Sage where we talk about people's stories and hear firsthand the experiences that they experience through whatever uh, life had to throw at them. This is your host, Connor Lanny. And as you know, I was bullied as a kid and even being an adult, sometimes I've been bullied. And it's just experience that experiences that we sometimes have to just encounter and learn to deal with. And the biggest thing that I say on every podcast is you're not alone. So one of my goals is to just let people know that they're not alone, that if they're getting bullied themselves, that they can just know that they're not alone, that they have someone to talk to. So on tonight's show, I have a very, very, very special guest. Um, She herself was bullied growing up throughout school, Um, but... With doing that in high school, she uh, was somehow brought into a different scenario, different world. And within this world, she learned to love. And she decided herself one day that she actually wanted to do this for the rest of her life. And it's changed everything about her life and made it so much more manageable and more magical. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce you, Miranda Jiggins. Hi, Connor. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to come on to the show. Yeah, no worries at all. I've been really excited for this. So, um, I can't wait to just dive right in. Um, where, Where would you like me to start? So I would like you to start, I want to, mm, the very beginning. So whatever, wherever that is or whatever time that was, like what's the first experience you had in regards to uh, dealing with bullies? Yeah, okay. So um, I'll just start from the beginning. So let's see. So mine started, for me, it just got like weird around, I would say, um late middle school, probably around seven or eighth grade, and then through high school. And mine was more, I was just always like, just a little, I just, I don't know if other people perceived me as this way, but I was always just felt like a little quote unquote off. And now as an adult, I realized why that happened. I've done a lot of tons of soul, like soul searching, and tons of inner work and all of that. And I now know why, which is great. Um, but it was probably around like seventh or I want to say eighth grade um, up through high school. Like 
I was not like I am now. I was just really quiet. I was really shy, super quiet, super shy. Um, and I just like never really felt like I fit, you know, and I really feel like um, people picked up on that. Like I was like constantly trying to fit in and out of like friend groups. I never found anywhere where I fit in. Um, and then it just like went on through high school. Um, probably I would say like sophomore and junior year was the worst, like absolute worst. Um, I did. <laughs> no one ever believes me when I say this now, but I, um, I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to prom. Um, I ate lunch in the school library, junior and senior year, probably halfway through sophomore, I would say actually halfway through sophomore, um, junior and senior year, I ate lunch in the library. And, um, yeah, it's just like, it's just like that feeling of just like not fitting in, you know? Um, and it was mm -hmm. really mentally exhausting and, but, um, I am now grateful for it because, um, you know, it, I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So I am grateful now, but I was not, <laughs> not in that moment. Okay. Um, so as far as like the not fitting in with the friend groups and stuff, like what exactly um, made you feel like was anything said or was anything done as far as like their actions towards <laughs> you trying to like go up to them and conversate with them? Yeah. So like, that's a really good question. So, um, and this was like, this is, this ended up being like a pattern for me. And, um, I would like literally be friends with someone and then like something would happen. And the next day, like they would like totally kick me out of their group. I mean, that happened like six times. I'm not even kidding. So, and I never understood why, but now I do, but that was like more of mine. And I always felt like, people were like talking like behind my back or whatever, you know, but that mm -hmm. was like my thing. Like I would like be friends with someone and thought I would like be like in their group, whatever. And then, then, then like two days later, like their whole group, like, we're just like, like cold Turkey. Like, you. Right. Exactly. And I think that was hard. Like the first time that happened was in eighth grade. And then it kind of just like, was like a pattern from there, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so that, that was, that was the big one. And I, I never understood why, like, that was like the hardest thing. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I'm like the nicest person ever, you know? And that's like what my thought process was then. It's like, I just don't get it. You know, I just never like yeah. understood. So that was really, that was like the hardest, the hardest part. I just never, like when I was that age, I never understood why, you know? So I think that was the most, the hardest part. Yeah, so if I'm remem remembering correctly, like middle school, I know even uh, elementary. Elementary was like the hardest time for me. But the middle school, as far as like social groups, I don't think I ever had any. It wasn't until uh, second semester freshman year when I really uh, transitioned from the going to two high schools to one high school that I really, I didn't really what they call it social groups, but like I tried to fit in, but I really couldn't. Like there was people that there was always at least like one or two people that really paid attention to that. I was actually standing in front of them. And they're like, hi, Connor, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. How are you? And then it was just like, they would just start talking against amongst themselves. And I wasn't really included in any of the conversations. So I definitely understand what you felt as far as like not fitting into 
Right. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because like my experience looked the exact same. Like honestly, to this point until I met you, I thought I was like the like what what you're describing was literally what I went through. And I've never met someone like that before. So it's like super cool to meet you. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm definitely blessed that I was introduced to you through our mutual friend, Rebecca. Yes. Yes. And thank definitely you, Rebecca. Just, yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, but yeah, so, and I think that's just why, like, going back to this podcast is so important because, like, during that time, I mean, all I wanted, all I wanted was someone to look up to that went through what I did. And I wanted mm -hmm. someone that was, like, I wanted to see someone that's absolutely killing it in life, okay, doing all these power moves that went through what I did. And there was like no one like that was, that's mm -hmm. why I think that was what, what's, what was hard for me too. Like I literally just wanted someone to look up to and be like, this person's killing it. I'm going to get out of this and be fine because they're doing great. And there was no one like that, like no one, you know? So I would even like, this sounds like, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but like, but some days were just like so hard for me. So I would like seriously Google like when I was like a sophomore, like celebrities like that were bullied just to try to find someone that I could relate to, like someone that's like killing it in life, you know? Yeah. Um, I've always had kind of like a business sense. So I really wanted to see like business owners to look up to. But at that point, like I would take anyone. <laughs> yeah, but you know? like when you think about it, when like when you were searching about it, as far as like celebrities that were bullied or picked on, they, with how much influence they have, when you look at it now, like, where, where are the conversations about being bullied? Where are the conversations about the hardships they went through? They, like, yeah, they'll say, oh, I was bullied, or X, Y, and Z. They might spend two minutes on the subject, but where's the, like, where is the influencer going, like, the word i'm looking for where is the influencer showing that they're there if not them specifically but like that they're the other person's not alone right so i i did a lot of research as far as like trying to find people to come onto my podcast as far as like famous youtubers and all of this like they have 500 fault 500 followers like they have the blue check mark on instagram like all of this, but when I go on their their YouTube and uh, all I did was search bullied, and I've on YouTube and like you'll be uh, lists on lists on lists. Oh, I was bullied. I was bullied. I was bullied. And I listen to their YouTube, and I want to say ninety percent of the YouTubes I've listened to, they spend literally like five minutes on the subject, and that's it. And unfortunately, like, to me, like bullying is such a topic that is not discussed that it shouldn't be limited to only five minutes of a conversation because it's so much bigger than that. And these kids nowadays, they need longer than five minutes of someone talking about it to really like find someone that they can relate to. Right. Because it's just left and right suicide happenings school shootings like it's it's getting out of hand and my mom mentioned this uh through text messages after listening to one of my podcasts about when i was talking about the teachers that they're not doing doing shit and just by the way viewers this is 
uh, language in this episode. Like there is every episode, so just be prepared. But um, the te- my mom, my mom was saying that they're scared that they were probably bullied themselves when they were a kid, and I'm like, mom, I I completely understand that, but why me personally why would you let someone else be put through that pain and that suffering that comes with being bullied and she also said you're either bullied you're either been bullied or you're the bully which is it, it's sad but it's true and i've i i want to say i've caught myself maybe once or twice but it was a very minimal uh like i immediately stopped cuz i was like you know what that's not right it's not right what i'm doing because like sometimes um people get you boiled so much that you kind of like lose control in in an essence that you can't really uh you're speaking without thinking right and that's the biggest thing i was taught growing up is respect and treat others how you want to be treated and that's all it comes down to is like do you want the other person in front of you treating you the way you're treating me no so why why are you doing it right exactly and um and it also goes down to like like especially like a lot of us that had like social issues and stuff growing up i mean there's a lot of really deep scars like i've learned from that you know and that can also like mm-hmm. trigger things too you know and some of those are really hard to work through like I didn't even, cause I learned this year, like, um, I hired a coach, her name's Stacy, Stacy Rasky, and she's absolutely amazing. And, um, she's like a business success coach and, um, mm-hmm. she's really helped. Like when I first, when I first met her, I was like, I was like super broken when I first met her. When I first met her, I was like, when I first found out about her, I was like, she can help me. And I think she's like the only person on the entire planet that can. (laughs) So seriously, like, I mean, and she has been like so amazing in so many different ways. I mean, she's like such a blessing. Um, But it's like there's and I've learned a lot through her and I've learned that I'm a really high performer and we are really good at like hiding through the shit and we're really good at working through it, you know, and just Mm -hmm. making our daily lives happen but all of this like inner crap that's going on in our mind is just like squashed down, but we're really good at working through it. So people think there's nothing really wrong on the outside, you know, but on the inside, like we get a trigger and we can feel like we're dying, you know, but no one like really notices because we're so good at working through it. So, um, I, yeah. And I totally get what you're saying from that. Cause like, you know, it can take, I mean, it can sit with you like as an adult, unless you have like resources and reach out to work through it, which like I would 100% recommend, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, but I really just encourage, like, especially like younger viewers that listen to this, that um, I just really want you guys to know that like, if I can work through this and come out, quote unquote, I wouldn't consider myself on top yet, but I'm on the road there. Anybody can, because like, I mean, I, it's just been like, it's been like a roller coaster for me, you know? Um, but I just really want them to know that there is like someone out there that has been in their shoes and you mm-hmm. can totally come out on the other side and come out so much stronger. And it is, it does happen for a reason. Like yeah. I will always believe everything happens for a reason is to learn from it and grow from it. So you can like help others along the way. Yeah. We're, we're put on this planet to experience whatever we're meant to experience. So 
Um, and one of the, uh, so I have my soul blueprint, which I'll speak to in a different episode. Uh, I had it done through Rebecca and I was put, so I was put onto this planet to experience emotion. So exactly what is emotion and as fucked up as emotion can be sometimes like it's, it's blessing and a curse. Cause I'm very, I can be very, very emotional. I may not show it physically, but I'm definitely, I'm, I'm up there. Like I'm, I have an open heart. So like I feel other people's pain and of course it gets to me, it gets amplified because of how much pain I personally have as everything with everything I, I, I have experienced. It's just, it's overwhelming. So thankfully I've, found some ways that can uh make it tolerable so shout out to rebecca and uh but yeah like i've had years of spiritual uh mentors and teachers thanks to my mom shout out to my mom i love you to death um i've experienced more than what the normal i'm 29 now as of two weeks ago so i've experienced more than the average 29 year old so it's just i'm very my eyes are just open and two days ago it just yeah two days ago so two days ago like my world just expanded and last night i uh i said the clearing document uh this clearing part that you get through the soul blueprint which clears out all the bullshit that you have, all the baggage that you have. And I was just hit with all this energy. And I'm a, I'm a big energy person. I, I feel everything around me. And I thought I felt everything around me. And then last night happened and everything was amplified. So like, I'm really a huge fan of Matrix. So I'm not sure if you've seen that, Miranda, but mm-hmm. the Matrix is, is real. Like, it's so many um, similarities between the Matrix movies and daily life. It's so, like, spot on in certain places. And when you have the spiritual mind and the uh, experiences that I've had growing up, like, it's, it's just unreal. And last night was just a mind-blowing experience. I just was hit. And I thought you always think that you feel uh, energy around you, but imagine just getting hit with that times a thousand is what I felt last night. So it was pretty. It was pretty spectacular. That is I awesome. Last night. I just got home from uh, work and then, boosh, this was at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Because I, I saw, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Spider-Man yet that just came out, Miranda, but it was amazing. I've heard so many good things, but I have not seen the Spider-Man movie, but I've heard really good things about it. Everyone it's that I've amazing. talked to has said it's been absolutely amazing. So I, I'm I'm definitely not going to spoil, spoil anything, but you need to watch it. Okay. Like, take, it's, it says it's a two hour movie, but it's, it's a three hour movie. So <laughs> okay. Thank you for the warning. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's because I was like me and my coworker, um, uh, Kiosha, 
I was like, hey, do you want to see a movie tonight after work? She's like, yeah, cool. So we saw a movie like literally 20 minutes after we got off work. We did not, I did not get home till almost 10 o'clock at night. And we saw the movie at 6. So I got off at 5.30. The movie was at 6.20. So yeah, with previews and everything. But like literally it was like 9, 9.10 when we got out. Oh my God. It was that late. So it's like three hours. Six plus three is nine. So yeah, right. nine, three hours. And, um, but yeah, it was just, it was just magical. The movie was magical. And like it threw some twists at the end, which you might be upset. I was upset, but you'll, you'll see that when you'll, uh, see that movie. But you definitely, if you haven't seen the other Spider-Man movies, you need to. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for the heads up. So, um, what is it that you do now? Like, what, um, did you find anything that, uh, helps, helps you deal with the whole, uh, being bullied and not being able to fit in social groups? Like what, uh, what's your niche? Yeah. So, um, one of my favorite things to talk about. So when I was 16, when I got my license, um, I have a younger brother and, um, he, I used to, when I turned 16, I had to start taking him to like his boxing practice. Cause I can drive. So, you know, I got on boxing duty and, um, I, um, he's driving to his workouts. And then I think one day his coach said, Hey, you should work out with us. And at, before that point, like I have like, I'm the most like awkward, uncoordinated person ever. So like, I like literally didn't even own a pair of gym shoes until this time. Cause I used to, I used to think they were really ugly. <laughs> They are. They really are. I'm more skater shoes type of flat uh, bands type of person. Right, right. I found, because I'm in the gym all the time now, I found some shoes that I have some now that are, like, decent. But, you know, you have to, like, scour for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I started, that's how I got into fitness. Um, So I... Like, started working out, absolutely loved it. And then um, I hired a trainer, like, a year later. And um, it's been my passion ever since then. So it literally started as just, like, a mental release. Because the first time I worked out, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is awesome, you know. And then it, like, just became a mental release since then. Um, and I just absolutely love it. And it's my it's my absolute life now. Um, I am so grateful for it. Because if it wasn't for that situation, I wouldn't have found fitness. Um, yeah. I'm a personal trainer. I own my own business. Um, I work wow. with... Um, I have like a 60-40 split, um, like 60% of my clients are adults, and then I work with youth athletes, um, a lot of gymnasts. My mentor does um, strength conditioning and nutrition for gymnasts. So I am very lucky that she's my mentor, and um, so I, I'm her assistant as well, so I help her with the gymnast. Um, so I have a very solid, amazing mix of clients and I love every single one of them. I'm so grateful for them. Um, and yeah, and it's just like, I'm just, you know, rocking it out. Um, I'm also a competitive bodybuilder. I do bikini. So I compete, um, and I run a business and I'm a trainer and I've like, just, I know I don't, I know I sound very confident now, but obviously I still have my moments, but I'm, no one ever believes me when they see me that like all this happened when I was in like high school. I've made such a trans, I've made such like a flip, you know? Uh -huh. Um, 
But I think it's really important to really stress that, like, especially, like, for, like, middle and high school kids, like, both, like, girls and guys, that, like, if you are going through that, like, I am a prime example. Like, if I can change my life and get out of that and come out on top anybody can I use the word on top very loosely because I feel like I'm not on top I'm getting there I'm on the right track but in regards to where I was up there Miranda you're up there (laughs) thank you you have your own business you're bodybuilding like you're doing a lot of things people could never even dream of thank you thank you and um I also want to point out I'm from a really small town um I'm from a really small town called Somerset Ohio it's like 40-ish minutes on the other side of Columbus. And there was 112 people in my graduating class. Yeah. So in everyone. Yeah. So my family is originally not from that area. They moved there when I was really little. Um, But like 98% of the people from that area, they're all super amazing. But they're, they're like, there's a lot of like generational families there, right? So like everybody there kind of like knows everyone, you know what I mean? And my mm-hmm. family is not from there. Like they are now, but like they didn't, like my grandparents didn't live there, you know? And like my great grandparents yeah. didn't live there. So, um, so, and I really, so I am from a really small town. So I think that also says a lot too about people like really believing they can break out of the situation because um, mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to think just because like they didn't fit it in school, they are like destined to like live in their hometown forever, you know, or that's what yeah. they're like meant to do forever. You know what I mean? So I really want to like hone on that too, that like you can do so much, you know, and I really just encourage everyone to use that as fuel. Like I literally think about, the high school moments, like, especially when I'm really deep into prep with like my competing, you know, I love all aspects of prep. I love cutting. I love my improvement season. I love training hard. I love it all, every single aspect. But sometimes like on nights on, you have your harder nights when you're cutting, right? Cause like, you know, like food's lower, cardio's high, like everything else, but I still love it. But to push me through my workouts, I literally think about those moments on the hard nights, and that's what pushes me through. That will instantly light a fire under me, and I'm just like a machine in the gym, and I absolutely love it. Wow. <laughs> so it like really just like like, and I've done a lot of like work too. Um, I I've seen a sports psychologist for a while, and she's really helped me with like some mental things, like pushing me through in the gym. So I wow. know exactly what to say to myself to like get there. You know, and it's like a switch flips in my brain and I can just go in the gym. And um, it's like how, if I was like tired or whatever that day, like all that just goes away and I just go into like this mode. And like I literally use what happened when I was in school for that. Um, So it's just really can be really powerful. It's like putting like the lighter fluid and like the flame on the fire, you know. Um, yeah. So it's 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 it's. It's what that's what it is, but it's just it's great. It's awesome. So a couple of weird questions. Um, as far as diet is concerned, with your uh, being a personal trainer and a bodybuilder, do you eat uh, the raw eggs with the yolk? Like <laughs> does. I do not eat the raw eggs with the yolk. I eat cooked <laughs> eggs <laughs> and cooked just egg like, whites. <laughs> Some some uh, build, bodybuilders they eat like ten raw eggs like uh, the Rock, uh, he does it. I'm just like I could not do it. Yeah, no, no. thank you. 
I draw my line at the raw foods. Um, definitely. Like, if someone wants to eat raw foods, that that is like their choice, and I feel like everyone's free to make their own decisions. But I personally draw my line at the raw foods. Now, I. Okay. <laughs> That's where I I'll eat raw vegetables, but like yeah, of course that's easy. That's that's normal eating, right? Yeah, like I'll eat like raw celery, but but when it comes to raw eggs, I I love eggs, but I definitely just eat not that much, not that much, not that much. I like mine sunny side up. Just FYI. So that's that's definitely almost just the same thing, just a little bit. Right. I do like it with the yolk runny, though, because, like, yeah, I normally I'm, have, like, I'm one whole egg and egg whites thing. with, like, almost breakfast. The same yeah. Huh? What? Almost the same thing. If it's if you like it runny a little bit, it's almost the same thing. <laughs> I want to say the same thing because, like, opinion, so <laughs> In my opinion, almost the same thing because it's still runny. It still has some fluid momentum to it. It is. And it's kind of funny because I like it partially cooked. Like, my whole egg, like, if it's cooked all the way through the yolk, I get really upset. Like, Why? <laughs> Scrambled eggs, omelets, amazing. <laughs> so what I do is, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. So I make, like, I get, like, one egg, whole egg, and the rest is, like, egg whites for, like, and then I have, like, oatmeal or whatever for breakfast. And then so I'll, uh-huh. I'll make my egg whites, and then I'm very specific about it. I do the egg whites, and then I do, like, my sunny-side-up egg that's a little bit runny. And then I, like, end up cutting up the whole sunny side egg, and I'll mix it with the egg whites and mix them all together after the egg whites have been cooked, and it's super good. I know it sounds disgusting, but I highly recommend you try everything at least three times before you say you don't like it. Uh, I don't know about three times. I'll I'll give everything one shot, but that's it. (laughs) That's it. Um, So what is – you said – uh, what did you say? You said a trainer psychologist or what kind of psychologist? Um, I've seen, um, a sports psychologist. Um, sports. she what works with gymnasts, do? a lot with gymnasts. Her name's Doc Alley and she's awesome. Um, so she's best. She only sees, um, athletes. So okay. yeah. And that's she, all it is. Okay. Yeah. She only sees athletes and, um, she has a really, she's given me a really lot of like, she's literally like trained my brain to flip. Like what I tell myself to get there, like I have like. My, like, pump-up song that I play, like, on the way to the gym or whatever, like, most uh-huh. people do. That's, like, normal, you know. But, like, especially on the days. And now I normally save these tools for, like, on the days that, like, I'm more, like, tired, you know. Because I want mm-hmm. them to really work when I need them. Um, yeah, of course. So, if I'm feeling great, then I obviously, like, don't, you know, because I don't need to. But on the days that I'm more tired or I've had the long day or if I get up early, like, I literally just, like, I can, like, tell myself to get there and, like, a switch, like, flips in my brain and I just, like, go, you know? And I really, that's been awesome and so helpful. And, I mean, it's literally, like, I feel like I'm a machine. Um, And I do think about what happened, like, in high school because that's originally how I got into fitness. And that, like, will literally flip a switch in my brain when it's time to, like, really train hard. Okay, so is there any, like... Uh, I guess periods throughout the day to where like if you have free time like if if it's a really really bad day and like you're getting a lot of like flashbacks do you be like you know what screw this I I need to stop what I'm doing and go to the gym yes or go uh, do bodybuilding activities or yeah what have you. yeah yeah so um there's been definitely a couple days for sure 
Um, normally, cause like, cause my days are so busy. Normally, like my, I schedule my like workout in, but absolutely. Like if I'm, if I have a break and I'm having a rough day, I will for sure be like, I go to the gym right now. Like, I know I'll be fine after I work out, you know? So if I have time, absolutely for sure. Or, um, yeah. Or if like, I can't go do my workout right then and there, if I have like 20 minutes, I'll go for a walk outside or something, but something active, you know? Um, but definitely like for sure. Like if I, it's my absolute favorite thing to go to the gym when I'm having a rough day. Like it's, I love to go to the gym all the time, but it's extra favorite when I'm having a rough day. Cause I will absolutely kill my workout that day. Like I will be so on. It's like, I kind of like it because I know I'll be so on in the gym. (laughs) Yeah. The few times I've gone to the gym and like it, I've had a bit bad day. It felt so good to just like you to me, I pushed myself so much harder and I was able to do so much more things. Right. And I felt so relieved. I love going to the gym. I love doing uh, any activity that requires fitness. It's just a matter of uh, my biggest thing is like I hate going to the gym alone. Right. And I haven't really found anybody that likes to that. It just works out to where we're gym buddies because that's like my biggest thing that I need if I'm going to go to the gym is I need a gym partner to keep me accountable. So I found other, um, so I don't think I've talked about this, but, uh, funny story is, is I brought this up, uh, during work today. I, uh, senior year in high school, because I just junior year, I went to a self-paced school because I just couldn't heal, couldn't deal with the normal high school BS that you dealt with. And I wanted a fresh start. I wanted new faces. I wanted to focus on myself. Being a self-paced school, you could graduate in a week depending on how much stuff you got done. So that's all it took is like it's self-paced. You get to take as long or as short as possible as you want. And you could graduate in a week. Like that's it. It was a record. It was uh, this kid literally spent an entire week hardcore 24-7 to graduate in a week and he graduated in a week so it was possible so that it's crazy that you can put four years into into one week and you could be graduated and done yeah that's but awesome. anyways um yeah senior year i in order to graduate i needed another elective and all the electives that were available were just really really boring especially being in senior in high school when you're like fuck this i don't even want to be at school right now Right. It was really boring. But one of my passions, which I kind of got from my sister, she was uh, in dance freshman through senior year. And I'm really like the dancing uh, really like got me excited as far as like working out, like being fitness oriented. It got me excited. My two subjects, not genres of dancing is ballet and uh, hip-hop choreography type of dancing style. So there's this movie, the ballet where that came from was, there's this movie my mom uh, made us watch, me and my sister as a kid, called Billy Elliot. It's how, funny story enough, the guy's father forced him to go to boxing classes. And during boxing class, uh, there was a ballet class going on at the same time and he went to the gym one day for boxing and was like billy that's his name billy elliott 
he was like, you know what? Screw this. Like, the coach was an asshole. He's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go over here. And he started, uh, he went at the very back of the line and started doing the poses that ballet people do. And it just became a habit. Every single day, instead of boxing, he did ballet. And point blank, at the end of it, like, he went through some troubles. He was always picked on, especially now since he was doing ballet. Um, But he ended up being one of the top performers uh, for this ballet, ballet is like ballet Olympics type of like show going on. Mm-hmm. And like the transformation of him as a kid and him as a ballet person was just like you saw a glimpse of it at the very end of the movie. It was just magical. So that kind of stuff like really intrigues me. And also the hip hop choreography type of dancing really intrigues me so um having a sister sometimes you kind of are forced to watch the movies they want to watch and you kind of have no choice because it's their turn and so she played uh this one movie called step up and i fell in love with it like everything they do in those movies there's like four movies now um all the dancings they do it's more like uh it's hip-hop based but it's more with their own style so like the trips the uh the tricks the flips the uh weird moves that they do it just like intrigues me so much so like even if i don't go to the gym like if i can some find some sort of way to uh find a release as far as dancing is concerned i'm definitely gonna go down that route and i've gone down it but i haven't really found anybody that uh except guys like they just they only do girls which is sad but it's other other cities and stuff they accept guys so i'm like i i kind of just need to move to a different city that will allow guys to do the class right that's awesome yeah and sorry go ahead no you go ahead i was gonna say i'm so glad you found that because it sounds like it was such like you know a pivotal moment for you and you could really relate. And I just think that's amazing. Yeah. So my biggest thing, as far as like finding a release for, uh, relapses of previous past is music. So like I, I listen to pretty much anything besides country country to me, just like, I do not feel it. And it's just one of those that you just, you just don't, and everything else, like, I feel, I feel 100% with it. Like, I vibe with it. And I just, I listen to it to just relax, calm down, and forget everything. And after a couple songs, I'm, I'm good to go. I love just driving around and blaring my music and just clearing everything. Yeah. I'm so with you on that. Like, especially when I'm working out, like, um, I always have my phone on silent when I work out. Because that's, like, my time, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I really hold to that boundary really firmly that, like, when I work out, like, this is, like, my time, you know, because I need that time to decompress. And it's, like, music all the way. Like, on the way there, when I'm working out, mm-hmm. on the way back. So it's just, it's just such, it's such a release. I'm such a, like, any, like, I really want to be, like, a producer, to be honest. Like, because I want, I want to have some realm of, uh music industry stuff so like that's kind of like why i six months ago is like my first like glimpse on i kind of want to do a podcast because like it's 
it's not music yet, but I feel like it might it might turn into that. Right. But I love I love music anything. I'm such a big uh, fanatic when it comes to music anything. Like hearing someone play violin. I'm not sure if you heard of the artist Lindsay Sterling. I don't know why I'm doing the shout out, but I am. But she plays violin and she mixes it with dubstep and dancing. And just seeing that happen is just magic. It's straight up magic. And like the power of music is so just strong. And like that's another thing that kids going through uh, bullying, if I know they may listen to music now, but like they really need to find something music related to help them to release and relax and feel normal again. Yes. I agree completely. And when I was in school, like music was a big thing that really helped me get me through too until I found fitness, you know, but that was huge. So I completely, I totally agree 100%, you know, and find something that you really relate to. And, Uh um, and honestly, like, um, sometimes like I might hear like one of those songs, like once in a while here, like now, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, like, I remember that, you know, like really takes you back. So, um, and that's also like one of another recommendation from like a sports psychologist that I've heard from is like, not Doc Alley, but I read it in a book um, to play songs like from like your harder times. And then those help you push through too. So, cause it really like brings back those memories and like takes you to this place. So, I mean, they can be used in like so many different ways. Yeah. So a random question. Um, have you had any, I guess, experiences with other people being picked on or bullied or some form of harassment? Um, actually, I, I haven't had a few, I haven't had a ton of that as like being a third party. I'm not sure why. I was just never really put in that situation. Um, I'm sure there was a little bit when I was in school, but there's not anything that I really remember that like stands out to me. Um, and I honestly think just because like, as soon as I turned 16, I got like a job and I loved mm-hmm. my job. I worked at Red Lobster for throughout high school and college and I sold cars afterwards. So I, I was always good then. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I would literally come out smelling like biscuits. Like all I did was smell like biscuits for like three years. <laughs> but, um, but I loved my job. I, that's how I got like, that's how I like really got into working because I loved my job. It was such a release, you know? And, um, like I was making money as like a high school student, which was great, you know? Um, and so I've always been working and that like, hustle has really brought me through into my adult life so like now all I and I love it like and I this is also Stacey has helped me work help me work through this too like and like the working literally became like in a like borderline addiction like I was like so addicted to working because it like made me block out everything else you know and now I, I have a better balance of like downtime and like you know like working so um all of that like working I did when I was in like high school and college I loved it so much I loved it as an adult but it was like it wasn't being conducive to me anymore um yeah. so now I still absolutely love working with all my heart it's just controlled if that makes okay. sense yeah <laughs> and she's really yeah, helped me with you're, that you're the so. boss you're the you're the um what's the word I cannot think of CEO 
not CEO, but you're like the, uh, what's the word? You are the spotlight of the show. Right. Because you're in control. Right. That's the word. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, I am. And um, because like, you know, I'm running a business. I'm a trainer. You know, like I like wear like all the hats right now. I'm working on delegating some of those. I'm in that stage in my business that I'm very blessed to be in some growing pains, which is a great spot to have. So I'm actually working on trying to like expand and like delegate some of that out. So um, so I'm not wearing every single hat. So I'm very lucky to be in that position right now with my business. Awesome. So which is so amazing. I'm so grateful for that. Um but yeah, but, and I am, you know, so, and that was also hard for me to turn it off too. But like, you know, but like the minute I stopped working or working out, then I'm like alone with my thoughts, you know, then it's like, yeah, what do you do, you know, yeah, right. So that's like one thing that Stacy helped me work through too and realize that's because I didn't know why I didn't want to stop working, you know, and she yeah. like helped me like realize that. And like, I've done so much like soul searching and so much inner work, you know, it's been absolutely amazing. And I would like, I have more time than ever. Like I'm busier, you know, my life is in control instead of like on a hamster wheel, you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's what, that's what, that's what it is. But I definitely was hiding in the hustle for sure for a long time. Um, because I mean, working and addiction to work is totally a thing. Um, I know people like, you need to work more to like the general population, but I've learned I'm Mm -hmm. an extremely like off the charts, high performer. And that's why I had all those social issues growing up because I didn't know this, but a lot of really high performers are just a tick off, not in like a weird, like, I guess weird, but like, I I understand a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. Right. And I didn't realize that until Stacy told me that. And she said, because the same, she was in a similar situation too, you know? So she's like a lot of really, really high performers, like always are a little like have those issues socially. Like she said, that's really common. And um, I am a, I didn't even know this. I thought everyone else liked me, but I'm like off the charts high performer, you know? So that's why all of that, like, happened you know so I really learned how to control me and manage Miranda and that has been huge like in my personal life in my business you know like I feel like I'm like way more there for my clients not that I wasn't there before but I feel like I'm showing up as a totally different person and a different trainer it's been absolutely amazing yeah the power of just like soul searching slash spiritual work is just it does wonders for yourself and for your mental self, for your, like, your mentality of life as it is. Like, I I couldn't even imagine where I would be if I didn't have any of that going on. My mom is very, like, from a young, probably, mm, I want to say fifth grade is when, like, she really started going down that world. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she brought us, me and my little sister, down with it, down the rabbit hole, because, like, we're her only two kids. It was right. just me my sister and my mom growing up. So like, that's, we kind of just got lucky enough to go down that rabbit hole with her. Whether at the time, like we didn't really like it cause like we were kids and we wanted to do our own thing. And so it, it was turned out to be a huge blessing to go down the rabbit hole at that young age. Yes. Cause like it, it changed a lot of things. Right, right. 
And I really truly believe that like, I know this is very hard to remember in the moment, but um, I really want to like touch on this. Like, I really believe everything happens for a reason. Like all of your life experiences, I truly will believe that until the day I die is that everything happens for a reason. You just may not be seeing it. Um, yeah. And I know that's so hard, especially during the hard times, like during high school, like I just knew deep down, like I would seriously be sitting in class and I'm like, I'm going to speak about this one day. Like I just knew, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know how or what that process is going to be or what, but I'm like, I'm going to be an example for others, you know, and like, I'm going to have my story heard. Like I just knew it, you know, and I didn't know how or when or what that process is going to be like, but I just knew like deep down. And that thought literally got me through school sometimes. I'm not even joking. Like I was like, mm -hmm. I just, I just knew it was happening for a reason. I didn't know what that reason was, but I always knew like deep down in the back of my mind, even though on the days I came home crying, you know, I always knew like deep down, like the way back in my mind, I'm like, this is happening for a reason. I don't know what it is. And like, I'm going to speak about this one day. I just knew it, you know? So, yeah. um, I just, and everything does happen for a reason. You may not even see it until a couple years down the road, but um, I truly, I truly believe that. Like, truly believe that. Yeah, so, um, what was I going to say? Uh, thank you for that. Of course. Um, so, earlier when I talked about, like, I came onto this planet to uh, indulge myself with the um, pluses and minuses of so me being a king and sage which is like why i gave this podcast that name is i'm one of the people one of not people one of the souls that decided to come up with soul blueprint so i'm the one of the original creators which was really cool to find out from rebecca um so we all plant like they we all planned on the physical the mental and like two uh spiritual and everything but emotion emotion was the wild card to say the least and so my i guess mode of this this uh cycle is to figure out what the fuck emotion is and can i tell you it it's a tornado to say the least like you gotta really from what I've experienced with my dad committing suicide with all the heartaches and all the bullying and all everything I've experienced, it's a roller coaster to say the least and a tornado and like every single check mark down the box. I like, you already know. I'm, I'm sure most people know when they're our age is that shit happens and you just got to learn how to deal with it. And that's the biggest thing is instead of, uh, going crazy or like instead of letting it take control you gotta learn how to flow with it because everybody's everybody's gonna have an up and down experience and you just gotta learn how to flow with it when you gotta learn how to okay i'm sad okay why am i sad i'm sad because of x y and z okay let's uh somehow manage to get over that and be calm or listen to music or find find your escape to where you can feel normal again and not feel sad because no one wants to feel sad. I hate feeling sad. I hate feeling depressed. I hate feeling suicidal. 
because like everyone has those days and it's it's just human nature so like one of the experiences i'm going to take back from this lifetime is all the bullshit i've been put through and like i chose i chose this i chose to experience what i've experienced so far and what i'm gonna going to experience before i pass on it's just knowing that knowing what you were put on this planet for changes your mind it like i wish i found this out years ago but everything happens for a reason like you said i I wasn't ready for it so like now that i'm i'm ready for it because it just it happened for my birthday for my 29th birthday um that was my birthday present from my mom so i love you mom (laughs) um but it it's just magical it it like emotion is such a big uh not wormhole but like what's the better description a big a big whiteboard that's that's an easier description a big whiteboard and it has all these different equations on it and you just gotta gotta solve it that's that's all emotion is is like you shouldn't have to feel like you're alone you no one should say i'm done with this like i'm i'm gone like exit all of that because that's only gonna make it worse the next time you come back and for those of like what i'm speaking about is reincarnation i'm a thousand percent believer of that because it's just my personal view on life is like we're all we've all been a cat dog bird what whatever like it's what's the word the creator created us to experience different lifetimes and different lifetimes as in a human as a tree like we're all connected because energy uh everything on this planet has energy therefore we're all connected humans we all bleed red that's blood like everyone is the same we're all brothers and sisters when it comes down to it whether you believe that or not that's totally up to you you believe what you want to believe but and what I've experienced, we're all we're all together. We're all one happy not happy. We're all one family. Forget happy. We're just we're family. Whether happy, sad, mad, angry, depressed, whatever. We're all family. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree with all of that. And um, I really just believe we're all here to put on this planet for a reason. Um and I feel like us that went through really hard things were made to do something great with those you know Mm -hmm. I really feel like that and I really just like encourage like people that are listening to this that because everyone has gone through stuff everybody has you know no one has had it easy like you know what I mean so I really feel like we were given these experiences to like speak out and help others um and I am so lucky that I can help people like I, um, with my programs, you know, like through fitness and like my transform you program and all of that, like, I'm so happy that I can help people with that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like anyone that was in a situation was, it was totally meant to use that to, you know, do something awesome with it. So I, I love what you're saying and agree 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, 
it's a magical thing life is that's for a hundred thousand percent sure um so at um so i want to go ahead and close this podcast out thank you so much miranda for coming on and taking time out of your day i know you had a busy day with what you do in life with your bodybuilding and your personal training um i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on to this podcast and sharing your story means a lot to me it means a lot that you're actually the first person that wanted to come onto my show and share your story oh of course and i'm so honored you asked me and um this is what i want to do you know like um i really want to do as much as i can with like the like the speaking out and you know just like being as an example and and many as many platforms as i can to like help someone. I really want to be the person that I didn't have when I was younger. Like, I really truly believe that. And like, that is my mission. So I really just, I really appreciate you having me. And, um, it's it's been, today has been so amazing. So I can't thank you enough. Of course. Thank you. So at the, at that moment, um, at this time, not that moment at this time, I would like to close out this podcast, the King and the Sage. This was episode four of my podcast. Um, We had our guest Miranda Jiggins talk about her experiences uh, through the realm of school and being bullied and not being able to fit in anywhere. And I'm sure most of us listening to this had some sort of uh, realization that, hey, like, I'm not alone. Like, I went through the same BS that uh, Miranda or Connor went through. Um, But... I want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. This is the end of this episode. I look forward to talking to you guys again uh, this Thursday, which happens to be the 23rd, two days before Christmas of 2021. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much.